Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you.
Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you. Because he reigns, my God reigns over confusion, torment and trauma. He reigns over sickness by his stripes. I was healed. He reigns over fear. No longer I'm afraid of what man can do to me.
survive and I will reign with Christ for all of eternity. Yes, I will survive and I will reign with Christ through all of eternity. Amen. 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 Amen.
veces busqué sin saber que me faltabas tú Cómo no agradecer si tú me amaste así primero Sé que todo es por ti y en ti nada y fuera de ti Y así me enamoré de ti y de tu presencia Muchas veces busqué sin saber que me faltabas tú Cómo no agradecer si tú me amaste así primero Sé que todo es por ti y en ti nada y fuera de ti God in heaven, 
Mighty and powerful God, creator of everything that exists, you are worthy to be praised, you are worthy to be adored, you are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, our everlasting Father the Prince of Peace. You are our joy. You are our strength. You are the God that will never leave us or forsake us. And we are grateful to you. Lord, tonight, you have an agenda. I pray that through the power of the Holy Spirit, your agenda will come to pass. Take away from my heart and my mind anything that is not of you. Because the words that you speak are life. We don't need to hear anybody's words, but your words. 
We want to be part, participate in your agenda. We want to hear your voice. We adore you, Lord. We thank you for your grace, for your mercy, for your compassion. Thank you for everything that you have done for us. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. It is your podcast. You're the one that is going to speak. You're the one that is going to minister. And we welcome you from our heart. Holy Spirit, fall fresh on us tonight. Let your glory fall. Let our mind be open. Our heart be receptive to hear what you have to say. Not our plans, but your plan, your agenda will be fulfilled. To you be the glory and the honor. Only to you, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Don't allow us to be distracted for your plan, from your purpose. Lord, I thank you that there is no distance. That everyone that is listening tonight, it is not a coincidence. But I know that something special you have for them. I declare that those that are sick shall be healed. The blind shall see, the deaf shall hear, and anything that it is in their body that it is not from you, Lord, must go in the name of Jesus. They shall be free. They shall be made whole in the name of Jesus. You call us. to bring freedom to the captives. And tonight, Lord, we thank you. It is a very serious responsibility and we don't take it lightly. But it is you, Holy Spirit, the one that does the work. We are just instruments waiting for the Holy Spirit to use us according to your plan and purpose. You have worked this week and for this podcast in a very different way. 
Please, Lord, don't let me say anything that it is not pleasing unto you. Or either that it is not for this time. You said to be always prepared. And I have prepared myself even though you have changed everything. And I feel that there is a different way that you're going to minister tonight. So I give you the liberty. You don't really need me. But you're seeking for those that are hungry for more of you, that are sick and tired of the same thing, that see themselves with no power. But Lord, we go before you and we ask you today, remove anything that it is not of you. This is the life of sacrifice. This journey is unto death. And many times we take all of this for granted. We have excuses about your grace and mercy. But you're calling us to accountability. I wish I can express what I feel in my heart, but I don't think that I have the words. But Lord, in obedience to you, I will do exactly what you commanded me. Father God, for a home to live. You are the God of miracles and we believe in that. That nothing is impossible. The only thing that you want from us is to believe. And the word of God says that to those that believe, anything is possible to those that believe. And we want to be in that group that believe everything, that believe your word, that believe your voice, and are eager to obey even though we do not understand. Lord, as we go now, Share what it is in your heart with your people, Lord, because only what comes from you will produce for the kingdom. Anything that comes from our flesh is useless. 
We give you the glory, the praise, the honor. We're calling for holiness, Lord. Holiness, holiness, because without holiness, we will not see you. And for that, we have to die to self, to the things that we want to eat, to the things that we want to buy, to the things that we want to do. All of that has to die within ourselves. Lord, take over tonight. Just take over. That this voice will be used to deliver many. To bring hope to those that have stopped dreaming to dream again. To those that have lost their vision your plan, your purpose, that that vision that comes from you will be activated again. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 I know that tonight is going to be different. because I am sitting here depending on the Holy Spirit 100%. I honestly don't have anything to say, but I know God told me the things that He wanted me to do. I want you to pay attention to the things that I am gonna share tonight. Everything is coming from God, but this part, he told me to read out of the book of Revelation. And I, I can't tell you why. He said that after I read this, he's gonna ask us a question. So I want you to prepare your heart. Don't think that this is another reading because this specifically is coming from God. God wants us to see something in this reading of His Word. I am just going to follow the Holy Spirit. I am just going to let God be God. And I want you to say the same thing within yourself, God, be God within myself. And for that, the flesh needs to die. Let me just start by sharing something that happened to me yesterday and today. Last night, I was very exhausted because the night before I did not sleep. But because I have my routine, 
to speak to God for a certain amount of time every day. I knew that last night I couldn't do it. But you see, God uses everything for his glory. It is a routine that I feel I need to continue probably until we see Jesus face to face. And when you stop doing something that you know you need to do one time, the enemy will use that to keep you away from what you have to do. So I was fighting because I didn't want to fall asleep. But it came the point when I knew I had to relax and let God. So I put some music, music was on for a while, and I just lay down and I just started talking to God. This experience I have never had before. I hear myself talking to God in a way that the only thing I can say is it was not me. I didn't move my lips. All of this was happening inside of me. And in my mind, I was saying to the Lord, Lord, where these words are coming from? Because they are not part of my vocabulary. And after a while, I fell asleep. In the morning, when I woke up, this conversation with the Lord continue. And I'm talking to the Lord and saying words to him that again, there is no way that was me. It was like the spirit of God was talking to God from inside of me. But even though I could hear everything that was going on, I just kept saying, this is not me. This is not my vocabulary. There were some prayers that I have never heard before anywhere, anywhere else. From all day to day, I choose to spend all the time with the Lord because I was wondering, Lord, what happened last night and this morning? But because he doesn't have to give me any explanation and I believe it was him 100%, I just, just let it go. But I felt something inside of me that it was different. And it was like what he has told me to talk about, which I struggle to bring this teaching together. 
maybe he wanted something different. Or maybe he was telling me that I needed to complement that teaching with something that he was going to tell me. It was very unique. And this afternoon, maybe around six o'clock, he said to me, remember that you were reading in the book of Revelation. I want you to read to them that part of my word. It might not make sense to them. It might not make sense to you, but I just want you to read it. And after you read it, then I want you to ask them a question. And I will tell you at that time. Obedience, obedience, and obedience. So I'm going to be reading out of uh, the book of Revelation, chapter 8, starting from 6, and I am going to be jumping to uh, to chapter nine, but I just ask you, I don't have an answer for you. I'm waiting for him to tell me. I think I know, and probably when I start reading, you might figure it out also. But I'm waiting for that question that he has for us. And starting in verse 6 of Revelation 8, it says, he's talking about the seven trumpets. And it says, to the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. When I read that, what it came to me it was, Lord, what are you saying? I know this is a warning. And I feel in my heart there are things I prefer not to say because it, it scares me. But what I feel in my heart that God is trying to open our eyes for us to see. Probably each one of us is going to get a different revelation out of this. But we know that God is warning us today. Number seven says, the first angel sounded and hail and fire follow mingled with blood. And a third of the trees were burned, burned up, and all green grass was burned up. Then the second angel sounded, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea. 
and a third of the sea became blood. And a third of the living creatures in the sea died. And a third of the ships were destroyed. Then the third angel sounded and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch. And it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters became Wormwood and many men died from the water because it was made bitter. Then the fourth angel sounded and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon, a third of the star, so that a third of them were darkened. A third of the day did not shine. And likewise, the night. And I, and I looked and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven saying with a loud voice, woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the remaining blast of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound. Then the fifth angel sounded and I saw a star falling from heaven to earth. And to him was given the key to the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit and smoke arose out of the pit, like the smoke of a great furnace. So the sun and the air were darkened because of the smoke of the pit. Then out of the smoke, locusts came upon the earth. And to them, was given power and the scorpions of the earth have power. They were commanded not to harm the grass of the earth or any green thing or any tree, but only those men who do not have the seal of God in their foreheads. I believe that the question that the Lord has for me, for us to meditate is, are you willing to take a chance with your salvation? Are you willing to ignore the things that I have shown you in my word? Are you willing to disobey me? Are you willing to continue in your ways because you refuse to change? Are you willing to ignore my warning? 
Don't you know that I love you? I, I do not want your life to perish. Even as I show you some of the things that are going to happen, there is more. Your mind will not comprehend the things that are coming and coming soon. Are you willing to sacrifice your salvation for the things of the world? Many of you are always saying, it's okay because I go to church. It's okay because I give tithes and offerings. We always find excuses. And the Lord is telling us tonight, there is not any excuse that we can use to escape from what is ahead. In America, we had had everything. We are spoiled. We have never suffered hunger. But God says, my people, my people, my people, how long before you listen and obey? I don't want sacrifices. I want you to read my word. Treasure it in your heart. And follow it. Because in that day, there will be no excuses. I'm calling you to repent. I'm calling you to start all over again. I'm calling you to turn around from the scene of life, come out of it, because changes are coming and they're coming quickly. The Lord is showing me that many Christians have a notion in their mind that my grace and mercy will save them at that time. Accountability, accountability. The more you know, the more accountable that you are. Do you want to go through this tribulation? And as you know, this is just the beginning.
Do you want to spend eternity burning alive? And many times we don't care. We continue in our sin. And the Lord is telling each one of us, this is not a time to speak about anything else other than my coming. This is the time for the church to prepare the people. This is the time for us to talk about the book of Revelation. But many of my churches today, they are afraid to say the truth. So they will not speak about this. They're telling my people that everything is going to be okay. They have been partakers of the hell that is ahead for my people. But I am calling you to repent, to start all over again, to seek my face, to hear my voice. to ask me for wisdom and discernment. Because we're going to need it in the days ahead. There's going to be a shaking that is going to start in November. Remember that everything starts in heaven before it is manifested on this earth. So that shaking is gonna start in November in heaven. And we need to prepare ourselves. We're so concerned about having food, water. We're more concerned about those things that preparing ourselves to receive me, says the Lord. Priorities are out of place. We continue to live on this earthly earth without considering the most important part, which is heaven. What I see is people running and crying because they never thought it was going to be that way. People that are holding their heads 
because they cannot even comprehend what is going on. If you think that you'll be able to go through this without harm, think again. Many people will lose their minds. Those that are not stable in God those that are in and out of churches, those that are, are in and out of God, those that only go to God when they have a need. Their time has come. This is the days to live in the presence of God 24 seven. This is the time to disconnect from the world completely. This is the time to turn our back on friends, family, and everyone. And to keep our eyes on the prize. And the question is, would you be willing to lose your salvation for your disobedience, for not disconnected, disconnecting with the world. We are of this world. We are on this world, but we are not of this world. Father, I just thank you, Lord. I knew that you had something different for tonight. I didn't know because honestly, I didn't have anything to say. But Father, we thank you for your word because you reminded us that this is not a time to play. This is the time to get our house ready for you, Lord. even as we are in your presence. I ask you, Lord, to convict us. If there is anything that we are doing, Lord, that it is not pleasing unto you, if there is anything that we are doing that it is not of you, because not every good thing we do is a God thing. And we ask you, Lord, tonight to have mercy as we come boldly before you and pray. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on us today change us, transform us, make us what we need to be. 
We thank you for your word. We thank you for reminding us that what is in the book is real, that it is you, Lord, the one, the only one, the only one that can save us. We don't want to go to the pleasure for a minute of this world. But we want to spend eternity with you. We will be continue to work in your kingdom next to you. We will continue to do those things, Lord, that you have assigned to us even during the time that we're with you. Father, I just pray and I ask you today, please do in our life today what you have never done since the beginning of the world. In Jesus' name. Let my life, Lord, change suddenly that everything that it is not of you that is in us must go in the name of Jesus. Any person that is affecting our walk with you, go in the name of Jesus and come no more. Redeem us, Lord, for glory, for service, for leadership, in the name of our Lord Jesus. And we are so grateful. Father, today we pray as we see these days coming closer and closer and closer, let your praise continually be in our mouth. Teach us to count our blessings, no once a week, but every minute of our life. Lord, we thank you for your love, for your mercy, for your compassion over our life. Be exalted, O oh God. Be exalted, O oh God. Be exalted, O oh God. Teach us, Lord. Teach us to give thanks to you. Even when the circumstances are not favorable, teach us to give thanks in all things, giving thanks 
to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Lord, renew and refresh us. Your promises to us, those prophetic words that we have received from 20, 30 years ago, Lord. Bring them to pass in the name of Jesus. that our praise and majesty be constant in our lives forever and ever. You are God and without you, we are nothing. Lord in heaven, we pray Put your love in our hearts to seek you 24-7, to worship you truthfully from the heart. Only you, Lord, only you. Come, come into our lives today and dwell in us, Lord. We desire to know you intimately, even beyond what we can even understand and comprehend. We want to be set apart for your kingdom's sake. And we pray a wall of fire and a hedge of protection around our lives, our mind, our family. Sanctify us. You are our refuge. Let our ears hear from heaven 24-7 that we will not make mistakes. But because your grace and mercy, we will always, always, always do the right thing. And the right thing is what you want us to do. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Without you, we cannot do anything. We cannot do anything. We need you. Thank you for that word tonight, Lord, because it encourages us. Even though it's harsh, it's the truth, and we want the truth. We don't want anything else but you, Lord. The truth. 
even though it might be hard for us to understand, but we want the truth. Because we know that you're holding us by the hand and we know that you're walking with us. We know that. We know. So we are waiting on you, Lord. Sometimes we wonder, Lord, what do you want me to do? But from today on, you will hear, we will all hear your voice clearly. We will not have to wonder anymore. Lord, your body, the body of Christ has been wandering for too long. Prepare us, Lord, for what is ahead. Prepare us for what is ahead. Tonight, uh, the Lord has given me um, to talk to all of you. And when I say all of you, that includes me, about holiness, sanctification, and righteousness. You know that the first thing that comes to our mind is without holiness, we will not see him. So what is sanctification? What is righteousness? And that's what we're going to be talking about. Remember that I am just going along with what God wants me to do. One of the things that he was talking to me, and I'm going to go there before I go into the holiness and sanctification and righteousness, it is that we have lost respect for God. And he was reminding me on how disrespectful we are. When we go to work and we know that we have to be in the office at seven or eight o'clock, we are always on time. But when it comes Sunday or Wednesday, any day of the week, and we have to go to church, do you believe that there are people, and this is something I experienced during my missionary work, 
that they will not come to the church until the worship part is done. Can you imagine someone telling you, I'm always, I'm always late because I don't like the worship part. It takes an hour. Just think honestly. If a person tells you something like that, what is the image that you have from that person? I have seen this many, many times. We have lost this respect. And the reason that we have lost this respect for God is because we do not even understand what holiness, sanctification, and righteousness is. The service start at eight and people start coming. Some people, this is real. Some people will get to the eight o'clock service at 11. And they get there at 11 because at 12, it will be over. And at 12, I'm going with my friends out to eat. We really do not understand what respect is. And we'll say things like, oh, he knows. What do you mean he knows? He doesn't know. I remember when I myself told the people at the church, if you're not here at seven o'clock, come back the next day. And I think people thought that this was going to be, oh, she's not gonna do that. Well, I did. And I put a sign that said, see you next week at seven o'clock. And we need to teach people to respect the God that we serve. Because I assure you, that they do not know your God. Because if you want to disrespect God, especially in this time, when everybody is saying the same thing, prepare, prepare, prepare. When you see nations against nations, when you see the prophet saying that we need to prepare because people are going to be dying. People out of nowhere, people are going to start dying. The Bible says that in the last days, our heart will fail and we will die. Because the things that are going to happen, we cannot even understand or comprehend. And I want 
all of us, including me. To take an inventory. And to ask God. Lord, have I disrespected you? To immediately ask forgiveness? And to hear those areas that God is going to tell you that you have disrespected him. I honestly don't think that God has to tell you because I know when I make a mistake, I know. I'll tell you a testimony. I got the message uh, and I will be praying for Mr. Prince, I will pray for you at the end. I don't think that we need to ask God, but I'll share my testimony because I know that sometimes they think that uh, pastors or prophets, apostles, they don't make mistakes, but I hope that you learned from this mistake. I am involved in doing some business for the ministry, not for me. And uh, I'm supposed to be closing on something. And usually it, they, it takes 30 days for you to do the closing. And when I signed the, um, the papers, I didn't realize that the person put October 3rd because I will never have signed those papers. I couldn't believe it. I, I just couldn't believe it. So I have to say before God and before you, I lost it. The person knew that I had surgery. The person knew that there were other things that I was doing. So I left a message and I said, how did you do this? When you knew you didn't take into consideration that I just had surgery. Well, I started working on what I am going, I've been talking to you today and I couldn't, I couldn't hear the voice of God. I could not read the word of God. I could not do anything. And it was like, I felt that something has left out of me. Like God has forgotten me. So I'm trying to uh, finish some songs and do uh, many things at the same time. And I said to, the, I, I said, no, 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 no. So. I put my worship music and I just started talking to God. And I said, Lord, what's going on? What have I done wrong? And he said to me, the way that you reacted 
to that situation, it was not pleasing unto me. And what I said is, you knew I had a surgery. Why did you put that date in those papers when you knew I couldn't do anything at that time? So I repented with the Lord first. And it took a while because I was feeling that burden inside of me. So I repented. That was, I think it was Monday. I repented probably a, a million times because I didn't want to feel what I was feeling. Then, you know, I took communion, but it, will it took a while for me to be clean before God. That's the only thing that I can say. Something left out of me. And there was such a heaviness. I haven't felt that for years. And then immediately wrote to the person and God said, don't write, I apologize. You write, please forgive me. And God was telling me that when we say to someone else, apologize, what, what are you talking about? God didn't say, I want you to go and apologize. God says, I want you to go and ask forgiveness. That was a lesson for me because, oh, I'm sorry. No, uh-uh. Please forgive me. So I was able to send her the text. It was gone. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. And then I was able to spend time in the presence of God. And immediately after I sent her the text and I have taken care of God's forgiveness, I was able, clarity came to me. I was able to go back and read the word of God in, in a different way. When I read the word of God, I am looking to know God better. So I was able to do that. It happened to me, it's gonna happen to everyone. The only thing that I can maybe relate because we really don't know, it was like the Holy Spirit. I grieved the Holy Spirit and he left. And that was awful. And I thank God for the grace and mercy that I was able to get it right, that he forgave me the lady, it's not a problem. Is she forgive me or not? You know why? Because we're not looking for the other person to forgive us. We need to be clean before the Lord. And that's what happened. So we need to go back before the Lord and ask the Lord to show us if there is anyone that we have disrespected, if there is anyone that you need to ask for forgiveness, it doesn't matter when that thing happened. Because when we continue to hold that disrespect for whoever it is, 
honestly, you cannot move on it, it with God. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot. And I know there are some people that will never ask for forgiveness because they're always right. There is a saying from this uh, gentleman that says, the bigger I grow in God, the smaller I become. And this was written by Alan Bond, B-O-N-D. The Bible says that a holy man is a humble man. Matthew eleven twenty nine. It says, "Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart." To live in holiness. First of all, holiness is a product of grace of God. Because the Bible says that God gives grace to the humble. So what is really, when we talk about grace, what are we saying? In Romans 12.1, it says, I beseech you by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. In the, my two experience, when I encounter face-to-face -face Jesus, two times, I, he's always working. He has always been talking to me, but he never stopped to talk to me. He was always working. And I always wondering why? Because Jesus came to serve, so he never stopped serving. So we should not stop serving either. We should not stop serving. So when we talk about holiness, it's something that you set apart. When we talk about righteousness, what is righteousness? It's the ability to stand in the presence of Father God without sense of guilt or inferiority. The ability for us to stand in the presence of Father God without a sense of guilt or inferiority. Until the man is righteous, Until man is righteous, Satan reigns over him. 
Think about that one. <coughs> Excuse me. Until man is righteous, you need to know that Satan reigns over him. And sin and disease are his master. Think about that one. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me take a little bit of my cough medicine. It says very clear that the Father God wants to fellowship with us. And the reason that he required us to fellowship with us, think about this one. Oh, but I get tired. Oh, but I get. When you fellowship with the Lord, he is imparting in your life what you need to fulfill your destiny. What is sanctification? Is separation from the world. When we receive Jesus as our savior, we get a new identity in Christ. And that sanctification it's our new identity in Christ. We are sanctified by the truth of his word. You see, that's when we read the word of God. We need to have a purpose, not just to read to read, but just to read because you want to know him. We are sanctified by the truth in his word. That's John 17, 17. In 1 Peter 1, 23, it says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which live and abide forever. So remember that for us to be righteous is to stand before God and not feel guilty or inferior. And when we're sanctified unto God, we are separate from the world. Remember that when uh, I had my first encounter with Jesus, what he said to me, tell them. to separate from the world. In other words, tell them to sanctify themselves.
the word of God is our source. It's sanctification. And it's like a mirror. When we read it, we understand the things that we are doing that are not right. So as we feel and understand that there's something that is not right, and then you ask for forgiveness, you've been sanctified. The word of God separates us from the rest of humanity. Did you know that the word of God is a person? The word of God is a person. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God. And the word was with God. So the, this book is God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So when you read from now on the word of God, you need to know that it's sacred. That time it has to be sacred because you're talking to God. You're listening through his word, what he has to say. Are you living a life of holiness? Are you living a life that is sanctified unto God? Do you have a life of righteousness? Remember that it is his nature, God's nature, that every time that we fellowship with him, things are going to be imparted. Heavenly transformation is going to take place every time that we fellowship with the Lord God. Are you ready to separate from the world? You know, and this is true, you know that the majority of people you cannot tell really if they are saved or if they are part of the world. So today, one thing that God wants you to remember forever and ever is that without holiness, you will never see Jesus. And what is holiness? It's a spiritual perfection or purity. It is when you are set apart and dedicated as sacred unto God. That your body is free from contamination and sin of an evil. That you are totally conformed to the will of God. That you are entirely devoted to God. 
that your character is godly and that your life is a testimony of what God is. I'm going to say this again, and I'm going to finish with this. This is so, so important. Okay. When we talk about holiness, it's a spiritual perfection, no worldly perfection, but a spiritual perfection. It's purity. It is something that has been set apart and consecrated unto God, dedicated and is sacred for his use. So can you say that you are sacred for God's use? Are you sacred? Are you consecrated? Are you set apart for him? Are you free from contamination of sin and evil? Are you conform to the will of God? Are you completely devoted to God? Is your character, integrity, and your life godly? I want you to think about all of that, okay? Because without holiness, we will not see him. And remember what Alan Bond says, the bigger I grow in God, the smaller I become. A holy man is someone that is humble. So if you're living in holiness, you need to be humble. And I said again, and I'll repeat it. Matthew eleven twenty nine 29 says, learn of me for I am meek, lowly in heart. And that holiness is the product of grace. And God gives grace only to the humble. Pride needs to go. Pride needs to go. Only the humble will receive his mercy. Father, we thank you for tonight, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for you are God. And I know that there is someone, Lord, that uh, needs prayer. And uh, I'm not sure if it's a mister or miss, but um, okay. Um, you are requesting prayer for his for, for an appointment letter that you've been waiting since last year and uh, what i need to tell you i think is mr prince um father i i thank you in advance I thank you, Lord, because you are powerful. Because everything that you do is good. 
So what I feel the Lord is saying to you, it is that my timing is always perfect. That not to lose heart for what you see, but to trust in what God has promised to you. Father, we touch and agree today, and we ask in the name of Jesus for you to release that letter for anybody or anything, any entity, any diabolic entity that is putting a hold into this letter, Father God. We speak to you and we tell you, go and release the letter in the name of Jesus. Lord, we understand that your timing is perfect and we give you praise. We give you praise and that while he waits, he will give, he will be giving you thanks every day, every single day. He will give you thanks for what it is yet to come because he's coming. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, I just thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. When I started at the beginning, I uh, I felt something about someone that is I don't even know how to maybe I'll say like it is in a turmoil. It is like things are not coming together for you the way that you planned them. But God is telling you that he's watching you, that he wants to see what your response is going to be for all this, for everything that you're going through. So God says, in order for you to know him, you're going to have to get closer to him. And as you get closer to him, the answer is come from heaven and you shall rejoice because it's going to be something so simple. And you're going to say it was in front of me all the time. And I couldn't see it. So God will open your eyes to see and to receive from him. Amen and amen. Father God, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father God. We thank you. I just wanted to let you know that um, in November, we have a guest speaker that is coming from London. And even though we're going to set aside one day for him to be with us in the program, um, we will keep you posted about the dates and the day that he's going to be with us. And um, if you are in Florida or anywhere and you want to fly in or you want to be part of this uh, conference, uh, he's a very special uh, prophet for me, especially. Um, and uh, as always, you know, he will be ministering to the people and he will be, um, you know, that for ministry of fire, there are three things. Um, Jesus came to save. Jesus came uh, to set us free. 
which is deliverance, and Jesus came to heal. So during any time that you that we're together, we have in mind those three things: healing, salvation, and freedom, which is deliverance. So we're going to be posting soon in uh, Facebook the uh, the invitation, and we hope that if you can come, just let us know. There's going to be a, a telephone number there that you can call for information. And uh, those that are from far away, uh, you will have the opportunity to listen to him through the podcast. Uh, it's not going to be on Friday because Friday we have, um, you know, services, but live services. But uh, probably it's going to be on a Sunday or a Monday. We will let you know ahead so you can be blessed. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for tonight, Lord. We thank you, Lord, because I didn't know how everything was going to come together. I really didn't know. But Lord, you are so merciful to us that you have put everything together. Lord, help us to live in sanctification, holiness, and righteousness because this is what you require of us, Lord. This is what you're saying, and this is what we need to do, and this is what we need to hear, this is what we need to pray, and this is why we need to give you thanks, because it is only by the power of the Holy Spirit that things happen. I bless everyone, Lord. They will have a blessed week, their families, Father, anything that is pending in their agenda, any uh, questions that needs to be answered, I declare and decree that during this week, Lord, they will have clarity, clarity that they will know without a doubt that it came from you. We give you the praise. We give you the honor, Father God. And Lord, thank you for a wall of fire and a hedge of protection. To those that are listening, to those that will be listening uh, through the uh, other uh, media, and Father, I thank you that they will be totally protected by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. We give you honor. Amen and amen. Until next Friday, be blessed and know that God has a miracle for you. And every uh, Friday when you come, know that you know that you know that you know that it might be something that I say, it might be something that the Lord showed me in the word of God, a miracle is always there for you. Amen. God bless you. Instead of the universe, we bow down to you. Everything you have created is a masterpiece. Master of the universe, we bow down to you. Professionless within you, you are majesty. Mer
merciful and fireful is He. Humanity is within your heart, within His perfection. Forever. Forever. 